Alrighty, welcome everybody to Real Radio. We're still connecting the dots. I just came back from a trip where I was the one going there to connect the dots. We'll release that episode soon. It might already be released by the time you hear this, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I wanted to have a conversation with a young man that was striving for greatness. That's so generic, but it's true. I always wanted to have a conversation with with a young man that was striving for greatness. And not, not that we haven't had those conversations before. By the way, if you want to check out some of our past episodes, you'll find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search Real Radio. We're everywhere. Um, and our website is realradio.co. So one of my brothers, this is my man, a hundred grand. Um, he's doing a lot of things with young men in the sports arena. Um, trying to perform um, to a certain level and obviously trying to reach certain levels of success. He was on the podcast a few times. His name is Wesley Alston. I encourage you to scroll through the podcast shows. You'll see him um, and you can listen to that episode. One of the young men that he's working with, you know, him and I had a conversations. Y'all know I rep Africa pretty much until I get buried. And even when I'm buried, where I'm from, the spirits never really die. So I still be around messing with y'all. Anyway, long story short, um, he told me about a young man he was working with. Um, his name is Kong Kong. I, I'm not making this up. So, Kong, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good, man. My name's so nice. They named me twice, you know. It's not a flex, mate. Let them know. Let them know. Well, listen, yeah. first first and foremost, your name is Kong Gatwetch Kong. Is that is that correct? I might, I might have yeah, said it yeah, wrong. That's correct. It's all good. I'm I'm doing a subtle flex. So um one of the reasons I wanted to have you here, you're you're a basketball player. Yep, yep, yep. And I don't necessarily want this podcast to necessarily be, you know, it's not this is not an IQ test on how good of a basketball player you are, but it's more so an opportunity for you to share by your experience, um, what you have going on and and where you want this to go. Um how would you describe where you are right now in terms of your career? Uh, I'm just, I'm just at this, I'm, at this point in time, I'm just at a point where I just, I'm just working, you know, I just feel like I'm in the, in the middle of a grind. So it's, it's been a real grind for, for, for a while, but that's the part that I like, you know, like the part where you got to work for it. You got to show up every single day. And show everybody what you can do. So that's a part of that's a part of the game that I that I love the most. Especially when I have to show out in front of people that you um that you obviously seen on a daily basis. So once I get to that um to the point that I want to be able to reach, obviously, then I want to be able to show everybody what I'm able to do one day. So I'm just gonna keep on working. So that's one one thing that I, I'm always do is uh, I'm gonna keep on going. So. That's what, that's one one of the, one of the things that I'm always curious about for people, for people going through what you're going through as a young man, uh, emotionally, how are you navigating this these situations? So you're 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 playing in college right now, is that correct? Well, I just um, completed my final year this year. Yeah. Okay, so you completed your college your your college stint, and and now you're you're aspiring to make it to the pros. So you're finding yourself doing tryouts, playing in front of people that are there to evaluate you. I'm sure you play with other pros. 
emotionally, is that something that you experienced? I'm sure you experienced differently than somebody like me. Like I don't, you know, I don't play ball for a living. So what is that like for you? Is that nerve wracking? Is that some things you don't even, it's almost like you're in automatic mode. How do you live that experience where you have to be evaluated by people that are either there to give you a chance or knock you down? How does that, what is that like? Well, I just take it as a chance, like another opportunity. So if I get an opportunity, I just go in there with a full mindset that I'm, I'm here for a reason, you know? So um, I take that into account. I obviously know you guys came here to see me for a reason. So whenever I step on that court, I feel like um I could be the best player that I can be. Like that's my mindset. Be the best player you can be. So um do whatever you can so that when the next time these people see you, they think, man, that man, no matter what he did, he was he was out here. Like so just just trying to make a name for myself everywhere that I go. So um that's my that's my full mindset. We're going into these places. It's it's like it it's to ordinary people, I feel like usually people, they feel like, man, these people are so great and this and that and this. But I just feel like it's like another opportunity to see somebody that, that you, you can say and, and, and see what I can do versus them. So it's a test of myself every single time that I go out there. So, you know, tells me where I'm at and, and tells me what I need to do in order to get better. So I, I always look at everything as another opportunity. So. How do you envision your path to success or what you would consider success? How do you, if you had to, in your mind, what does that look like? Success. Success to me would be, um, <laughs> it would definitely be helping my mother retire and not being able to work anymore that's my biggest goal at this point in time in my life especially right now and in my life i really just want to be able to um help her out right now and then be able to obviously help other people out in my family so um once i get the opportunity to do that i feel like i'm successful but then that's just another goal or another step that i that i reached because i once i once i reach a goal in my mind i feel like i need to reach something else there's never just a consistent spot where I'm just going to feel like I reached something where I feel like I'm what, successful, I guess. You feel me? I do feel you. What is, what is that path to the success you just described, or at least that first stage of success in terms of taking care of your mother? If you had to describe that path, how would you describe it? What does that look like for you to get there? me to get there i would have to take advantage of every opportunity like you said being able to go to these workouts and stuff with these teams that i've been able to see and and showing them that i that i can play at the level that they see me at and obviously it might take a year or two of development at different places that they put you in or maybe they give you a spot right away i just want to take full advantage of every opportunity that i get as soon as i get it so that they understand where i need to uh, to, to do and, I, and I'm, I'm a really good listener, you know. I want to grow. So if you tell me that I'm not doing something correctly, I'm obviously going to listen to you and then make an adjustment because that's what you got to do as human beings. You got to make adjustments. Everything's – nobody's perfect, you know. So once you make those adjustments, you'll be able to reach those goals faster. So tend to listen to people, especially if they've been in around there longer than you have, and <laughs> you'll, you'll get there 
real, you sound real like a, you sound like a real African. <laughs> you better listen to the people who've been there. <laughs> yeah, feel me? I do, I do. Right away, I do, I do, I do. Yeah. I do, I do. You got to listen to the elders because most of them have wisdom to share, you know? Yeah, exactly. um, but but it, you said something. You said it politically correct. Um, but you said, you know, even if there are other stages before, I guess you meant the pros. So that means we're talking about G League, potentially playing overseas and things like that uh, in terms of, I'm saying, your path to success. Right. So it, it, given that, I guess you're in a position where the like I feel so when I as a as a pure consumer of sports. Right. I'm not in the industry. I watch it. I consume it. You know, um, for us, it looks like, oh, you know, certain the the majority or the majority of the people that get chosen go through this path that we that we call the draft. And then everybody else has a different journey to make it to to the to the professional level. So it sounds like you are on this different journey. Um, and from my from my viewpoint. A lot of times in on this journey, um, relationships, I, I want to say the relationships you build with these people, because um, you mentioned that you, you were talking about listening. So the relationships you build with the people that are there to evaluate you, the people that are there to train you, all the people around you that I guess are part of your journey to success. Um, what value or, or, or are you focused on building those relationships with those people? Um, value that I'm focused on the most is really just um, just focusing on a on a daily basis with just communicating with them and and understanding what took place in order for them to reach the the goals that they reached at the same time. So once I understand the the, the necessary things, and there, there might be little things, you know, just on the side that you might just little tips that people tell you on the side that you just really pay attention to that other people might not pay attention to and it, and it can lead to to really more successful outcomes you know, you know just paying attention to daily things and making sure that I take those things into full account every single time that they tell me so I won't have to listen to it twice you understand just making sure that you understand everything the first time and never make a mistake again and it's the quickest way to figure everything out for me personally what mistakes have you made so far well uh, I can't can't really say that I've made a mistake because me with with the full mindset that I have, I go in with the mindset that I'm giving a hundred percent no matter okay. what. So if I go out there and say say a mistake for me, maybe a turnover. So say I make a turnover okay. and like that, I'm gonna get it back on the defensive end, and I'm not gonna get it back in an unnecessary way. I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna help my team get a, a defensive stop talk more on defense and communication, talk to my players more. And obviously, maybe in a timeout, ask my player the way that the turnover happened. Like, did I get it to you the wrong way that I did? Or maybe, like, was it my fault? Or did you cut the wrong way? And it leads to, you know, easier communication with two people makes everything a lot easier. So I just really just try to communicate a lot with people. So those are the mistakes I could say. Maybe – Maybe not communicating with some people at, at, in a, you know, in an easier tone. Maybe all the time, if they are, if they make a mistake, you gotta let them know. Like I let them know right away. You know, I'm not gonna 
waiter. This is I'm just gonna let him know, like, all right, bro. If I made that mistake, thank you. You made that mistake, and, and then let's focus on the next play. Where do you? Where did you? Where did you learn that ability to communicate? I could really say that I learned it. Hmm. I could learn it. Hmm. Communication. I just, I just really watched a lot of film. I guess I could. I watched yeah. not, only, not only players that that um that are how like known for offensive playing like Steph. Obviously, I watch a lot of offensive film, but. On the defensive end, I watch players like Draymond Green. You already know Draymond Green. He's talking, communicating, and it just leads to better habits for teams. And I've known it since just trying to be a leader. If you're trying to be a leader on your team. You have to be one of the most vocal players on the team. So that's what I try to tend to do on every team that I've been on is is, is be vocal and, and try to talk to everybody and make sure that they understand where they need to be and where I need to be. So how do you tend to do from having played, you know, briefly on teams and I know sometimes you change teams and you show up and you, you talk about being vocal. Um, sometimes as a newcomer to a team, you know, the fact that you're vocal, some people take it the wrong way um, or, you know, the people that have been there. I'm always curious on, at a human level, um, when you join a team or you find yourself playing with people that you, you haven't played with for a long time or initially when you show up, uh, are there like pre-game conversations that take place so that, I guess, people kind of get to know each other or this all this happens, you know, it's almost like you put the difference, uh, I'll give you a weird analogy, you put different things in a blender and you blend and then whatever comes out is what comes out. How does that as a player emotionally, do you have these conversations ahead of the first games or scrimmages with new players and be like, all right, these are the things that I see or, you know, and then it's an exchange or y'all just show up and then we figure it out just like we throw things in a blender and eventually things will blend. Um, it's kind of funny that you said that because um, when I did transfer to one of my schools, Kentucky, State obviously it's school that I finished out that um it is it is not just a blender where you could throw it in and everybody just understands it's, everything. It's not Actually, like the you sauce. Have to, you, <laughs> you you have to you gotta build it over time though. You gotta build it over time. You gotta make sure that you understand your players and figure them out. So, like because some players are different and you gotta approach them in different ways. So you you don't really know how to approach everybody as soon as you get there or anything okay. like this. But um I try to be um, vocal just based on plays, you know, and just based on plays, not really being vocal towards, like, I'm not trying to be negatively towards anybody. Like, I'm not trying to tell somebody what to do. I'm trying to tell us as a team, I'm going to tell you, I got your help on your left. I got your help on your right. I'm going to make sure that you understand where I'm at on the court at all times while you're defending your players so that you can, you, you know, you, you know what you're doing on the court, especially it makes a lot of, it, it makes it a lot easier for my players so that they don't make mistakes. You understand? Because usually if I'm on the back end, then I can obviously rotate over and help some players on some side. And I can tell somebody else to help me. If, and if they don't help me out, that might be my mistake because I want to go help somebody and they, they didn't come help me and then my man scored. So then boom, I'm going to come and talk to you next play. Like, my bad. I should have never helped over. I'm going to talk to you faster next time so that you can come help me so I can go help my other defender on the, on the backside next time. So um, those are the 
real players that I'm really trying to talk about. I'm not really just trying to talk individually towards my players. I'm trying to tell everybody, even I make mistakes, and I'm going to come up and talk to you and tell you, oh, great, my bad, bro. I made that mistake, and, I, and I'll get it back to you next time on the defensive end. How do you how do you watch basketball different than a regular person? Or do you I watch, watch basketball, basketball different? Yeah. When you watch basketball, do you see things differently than I guess a regular person? And what do you see? Oh yeah, I can definitely see it different. Um ever since being in college, I definitely watch basketball different than a regular person because I can see the defensive coverages that people are in. I can see the offensive schemes that um coaches are trying to run in order to get different players, different shots. And I could kind of see the similarities between everybody and the coaches that they run because a lot of coaches kind of run some same offenses and some coaches run different offenses. So like um, being just, for instance, just a couple of days ago, Steph Curry had released a little um, video where he was telling everybody in high school, like they have 0.5 seconds to have the ball or they have to pass the ball, cut or or shoot the ball like those are real schemes that coaches are really trying to do at this point in time where they don't want a player to be dribbling all the time unless you're obviously an experienced player where they're going to be able to let you dribble the ball dribble the ball dribble the ball wherever you want to but um obviously being able to understand those things so that you'll be able to read the de- uh the defensive schemes quicker so once you're able to do that then everything becomes a lot easier for you what do you what do you like to do off the court Oh, what I like to do off the court, I like to focus on, I'm not going to lie to you, lately I've just been focusing really on um, building good habits with, like, reading my um my Bible. Like, I've been reading my Bible a lot because I've been focusing on my scripture um, and just tend to just focus on what I need to do in order to reach these goals because I feel like the goals that I'm trying to reach are a lot closer than I think they are, and then it can come a lot faster than then I think that they can come. So I just need to focus on keeping my head focused right now and just being clear with everything. And after that, obviously just trying to make sure that I have the right people around me in order to make sure that I reach goals and not trying to drag me down. So I've been having a really good support system around me lately and it's helped me a, a lot for sure. What are you, how do you feel about your, nutrition program or those things that you think about listen i know you're young so that body will process whatever <laughs> but i'm always curious at somebody in in your lane um and just looking at examples of other athletes are those things that you think about or you're more concerned and and granted you know i don't know um I don't necessarily know what your living conditions are, but I'm saying to the extent that it makes sense, are you are you are you considering these things, or you're more so trying to get or fuel from wherever you can get it? At this point in time, I'm not gonna lie to you. Just being, um, I'm just trying to gain as much um, uh, protein mass as possible at this point. So I'm just trying to eat as much as I can probably three, three times a day, as much as I can. So that's what I'm trying to do at this point in time. I'm not really focused on um, exactly what it is. <laughs> like I like to see once I reach the <laughs> I was I'm, you. I'm, not, I'm the biggest man in the world, but Listen, I, just, bro. I just devour things and I, they just burn <laughs> off of me. Like, now because I just work out so much that I just need to be able to eat as much as possible. So that's what yeah, I'm yeah. trying to do. Yeah, you need a, you, your calorie intake needs to be pretty high for what you're trying to do. Uh, yeah. So I get it. 
I get it. And trust me, I was you. <laughs> I know what yeah, it is. Yeah. And I still am you. I'm still eating. But some, eventually the metabolism slows down. Um, one of the things, so this is a question I always wanted to ask a, a basketball athlete. I don't know if you've ever seen the Patrick Ewing clip that went viral. It's, it's during a timeout with, a, with when he was coaching Georgetown. And he's asking a player if the shot so the player took a fadeaway. Yeah, he took a fadeaway <laughs> mid-range shot. He asked him if he practiced that shot. So yo, so be honest. You don't need to give me names, right? Have you or have you ever experienced that? Or have you ever been part of a huddle where the coach is literally asking a player, hey, have you ever shot that shot? <laughs> be honest, keep it real. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No question that there's definitely been some shots where they're definitely questionable because I, I had some players, you know, some Steph Curry mentalities. Uh, you know, they want to pull up from wherever they want to. And but is this you? Are we talking um, about you or this is another player? Are we talking about I'm you? I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, I'm, I'm really one of the players that just takes good shots. I'm not going first, to. First, first year of college. First year of college. First year of college. Okay. I'm not going to lie to you. I was taking a, a, a bunch of questionable shots. <laughs> but I'd make them. But I'd make them. So then he'd look at me and he'd be like, okay, 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 okay. I might not have to. You're going to make them. But just know if you miss it, you're sitting right here on this bench. And it did happen one time, one, one oh, a that, couple times. How do you – so it's, so for me, so for, you know, me, it's, it's hilarious, right? So you as a player – your your mentality is you're fully confident in yourself, or at least that's the goal. You always believe you're gonna make the shot regardless of whatever. So when it, when you get challenged like that, <laughs> what do you are you ever questioning yourself, right? And I know you're humble that you mentioned that you're a good listener, but yo, mm. you take that awkward shot in your mind that was the best shot you had, it goes in. Second attempt, you take it, it looks crazy. The coach benches you and says, yo, what are you doing? Are you still thinking in your mind, bro? I make those. Keep it real. For a second, you're going to be thinking when the coach is sitting right there, maybe I should have never took that shot. <laughs> but in your mind, I promise you, as a player, you're thinking, yeah, I'll take that next time. I'm gonna <laughs> so you don't have to say anything. If I make it, he's not going to All right, just make it next time. That's all you got to be thinking. Make the shot. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Listen, um, I appreciate you taking the time out today to, to have this conversation. I think one one thing um, I will tell you is I'm a supporter of what you're doing um, simply and purely because you're associated with a person that I value. So therefore, if that person values you and 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 decides to support you in your endeavor, inevitably, you're going to have me in your corner. So much respect to you. Um, it sounds like you're 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 on the right path. And, you know, one thing I believe is with preparation and luck and timing, typically things happen the way they're supposed to be. Uh, I appreciate that a lot. And I'll definitely take that into account because I, I definitely appreciate this and, and and appreciate everything that I've been able to do with Wes as well. So you, since you're good friends with him, man, that makes you good friends with me all the time. So enough respect. Yeah. We're, appreciate we're, we're in this together, man. I'll be talking to you. All right. Thank you, man. You got it. Peace. All right, peace.
ambitious 14 euro Grades going down as I'm stacking up zeros But not the De Niro Peach fuzz coming in Cool kid but my hair cut like I'm a weirdo Peyton Siva, Montrez, Harrell Scuffed up kicks, Old Navy, my apparel And I'm coming in my girl like I'm sterile Total my whip, I thought I had a green arrow I was never meant to be a college applicant Fuck I look like going to college after this Class clown type that like to holler at the chicks Friend group solid as it gets Recording in my room with the air conditioner all up in the mix Did a couple local shows, okay my following exists Even if it's 15 high school chicks Better than a front row of dicks One day I'm gonna be front row at the Knicks Wait until the world gets a load of this Ambitious, 19 euro I just signed a deal, now my neck's sub-zero Mustache coming in, I really want a beard though And I really think this might be my year though Suddenly I've made some unclear my apparel Playing dive bars and stopping the cracker barrel No security, my brother's gonna step Will Ferrell Getting high, getting drunk, no more straight and narrow for me Street raps made me ask if this the era for me Is the playing field fair or is it fair for me? A couple carrots in my ears, enough carrots for me Feeling like the local scene finally cherishing me Selling out my hometown so my parents can see Charismatic, naive, young, arrogant team Giving everything I got to the American dream But I'm still playing 1pm sets at the festivals Looking at the crowd, they embarrassed for me, jeez Ambitious, 24-year-old Used to have dreams of being friends with my heroes Now I'm Andrea Pirlo out in Europe spinning euros French girl chewing on my earlobe Here goes nothing, coasting through customs Take away the phones and after parties we don't trust them Heartthrob status, I've adjusted to the lust FaceTime calls about God from Justin I can't stop hustling I can't stop hustling I'm trying to be inspired but y'all ain't got nothing They trying to downplay me now, ain't that something? I saw that coming Reading way too many articles about myself, I gotta fall back from it Audition for a lead and got the call back from it I'm festival headlining, keeping them heads nodding I tell her I'll be back, but I don't know when the next time is Folks think it's about to be more active and less rhyming But hell nah, I gotta show these boys who the best artists.